whiskey. Welcome to the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everyone, and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. We are here tonight in the secret speakeasy to relax and enjoy one of the finest man-made creations on Earth, whiskey. Brant. Scott, I am ready, as always, to drink some whiskey, but I got to tell you, I'm still recovering from all the scotch we drank in December, and with Jeeves just put these two bottles in front of me, I got like a little queasy. Yeah, he wants us to drink some Talisker. I get it. I mean, I understand. I've never had Talisker, so I'm excited about that. And I know there's a, obviously, because we never do anything without reason, there's a particular reason no. why we're drinking Talisker. There is. Um, so let me have it. Give me the scoop. Why, why did these bottles plop on this bar in front of me? So Jeeves knows we're doing Bond Month, and we're sitting down here. We're drinking... I, I don't even, I don't even remember what we were drinking before, but we're sitting down here drinking, and Jeeves says, "Do these," and he plops down a bottle of Talisker Ten and Talisker Twenty Five, and that's because he knows that M. Judy Dench loves Talisker. She drank it in three different films. It's her go-to scotch. It was one she brought to set. It's one that she really enjoys, and she is M. So we're drinking because the boss says so. I mean, I uh, I live in an industry where I drink because the boss says, says so, so uh, if, I get it. If M says so, we're drinking Talisco. So let's pour yeah. some of this. And by the boss, I'm, I mean my actual boss and I mean my wife. <laughs> so if I walk in the door and my wife's like, shots, you you say yes. Yeah. So uh, let's pour these out. We're going to do these as side-by-side comparison because these are, it's, it's interesting. We, d- we don't normally do a 15-year apart comparison. But it's pretty pretty badass we've got some talisker 10 some talisker 25 let's put those side by side and we will compare those two tonight as we talk a little bit about m and mainly judy dench's m because she was in um one two three four five six seven eight films as m from golden eye all the way to skyfall and really she actually makes appearance inspector but it's on a video screen but she's still there technically nine so, um, let's, let's take a look at these. There's not much difference in color between the two of these. Man, I gotta almost tell you the 10-year looks darker. It does kind of look darker. Like, I'm looking at these side is there, by side. Is there, an a, is there an aging difference for some reason in this? I don't know, but they don't look much different side by side. It's weird. Made Talisker, made by the sea. Yeah, so this is the only single or the only distillery on the Isle of Skye, which is off the Hebridean Sea on the west coast of Scotland. 
It is a um, it's a Diageo product. I love and hate Diageo at the same time. They are a multinational conglomerate, but they do make some good whiskey. Um, Scott. Yeah. Go to the Talisker website with me live here, if you don't mind. So we have to go to malts.com first, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they own malts.com, literally. <laughs> yeah. And you'll find all of their whiskeys there. So, Tim, when, you, when you're there and you're looking at the Talisker range. I'm here. Okay, so you got you got the little bottles and the jog wheel left and right. Oh, uh, hold on, I'm getting there. There we go. Discover Talisker. Yep. So jog to the right till you get the Talisker tin. Okay. All right. So l- look at the color of that on the website. Um, honey colored. Okay. Look at the air gap between the whiskey line and the bottle cap. That's a big. Uh, inch and a half. Scroll over until you get to eight. Till you get to twenty-five. Okay. It looks dark as shit. That's a glass. It's a green glass bottle. Yeah, exactly. So my whole point is that they know there's something up with the color of this because well, none none of those other bottles are green glass. No. No. Because look at the thir- look at the thirty that's sitting ne- that's sitting next to it. No, it's a it's a regular glass. But you know that if that ten was next to that twenty five on the shelf, both in clear bottles, you would go, "What the hell, man?" Yeah, it, it is weird. They have the same color. That is super weird. So out the gate, I'm going. What kind of voodoo shit is going on with this? Because I'm something ain't. So I know they don't color add, but I don't know that they don't chill filter. But at 45.8% for the uh, 10-year-old, you don't have to chill filter here. What's the what's the 25 at? 40, Proof? 45.8. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't... I, weird all right I'm gonna get I'm gonna get my nose in here of the you're going both of them yeah both of them side by side they're not much different okay I, I think the tin the ethanol it's a little it's way more way more present yeah more potent more more smoke on the 10. The, the 25 is a little softer. Way softer. The 10's got big, bold citrus where the, the 25 is like rich. Um, rich and... Rich and smoky, but still complex, dark. With, mm, the, with the 10, I get a lot of apple on the nose and that pear note. Typical Highland. 25. There's a little more of like dark berries, like raspberries. And some strawberry. A little bit of strawberry in there. Man. The website says 
seawater and fresh oyster. Don't smell that. Oh, I smell the seawater. Well, I mean, obviously. I mean, this is this is an isla, correct? Yeah. Well, no, no, it's not isla. It is off the coast of uh, the western coast of Scotland. So it's kind of in between isla and Scotland. Um, this is more of a maritime malt, more of that uh, sea briny little bit of peat but not overly peated it's a little more of that briny salty air like sea salt air okay I definitely get the sea salt air on the 10 ton of it it's softer on the 25 that, that's mellowed out significantly I think so I think it is too and I think you definitely get that uh, ship's varnish it's yeah. talked about on, yeah. on the website the maritime that spicy brine and the distinct smoke i think the flavors are more which is crazy to say this because as it comes out of my mouth it sounds stupid but the flavors are more prevalent on the 25 yet lighter than the flavors that are coming out on the 10 if that makes sense like it's less complex but more intense nose on the 10, where the nose is lighter on the 25, but way broader. Is that what they say on the website for the tasting notes as ship's varnish? Because you're right. Ships on a 25, the note, the nose says ship's yeah, varnish. I, I definitely and it is that. all about that. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's like standing on the bow of a ship on the sea. It is. like, But it also is like if you've ever been somewhere with... I feel like a, a, a old wooden handrail somewhere that's just got fresh varnish on it. And I mean, I honestly can assimilate this like a lot to like you walk in the beach club at Disney or something like it kind of just yeah. has that, you know, I could see that has that I could fresh see that. varnish. All right. What do you want to start with? What do you want to drink? Well, let's, first? I mean, let's let's taste the tin. All right. I mean, obviously, we'll start start there and then pop up so so here's the thing too on the website if we went strictly on the website's notes um, so we went strictly on the website's note it says brilliant goal on appearance and warm gold on appearance for the 25 so both gold and tint but just a little bit different I guess the the shimmer on it so I can see that um, but I'm gonna taste it let's let's taste the tin and see where we're at Okay. That that taste on the 10 is pretty pretty good. I think you're going to like it. So, definitely strong barley malt. Not super super juicy. A little smoke and definitely has kind of a peppery back end to it. Yeah. Um there's a little bit of like, there's definitely the apple and pear fruit notes. They're not up front. It's more the smoky and spicy, spicy pepper on the on the front, giving way to those apples, pears, and a little bit of like raisin, just a slight bit of raisin on this thing that finishes with that black pepper. That black pepper is really nice. I, I do like that one. But again, pepper is my favorite spice. Yeah, it's it's smooth, but smoky. It is smooth but smoky, but it's not 
So I mean, is this is this peated? It's peated just a slight bit. They don't they don't peat it as much as Isla. Um, it's a it's it's pretty light actually. So like, man, I take that I take that back. It is def it definitely has juicy barley. Oh yeah, on the front on the front. I can see this being fresh oysters. Like this has that like fresh <laughs> ocean air feel on the palate. Like it, it obviously not oysters with. Actually, no, because it's got a little bit of that pepperiness that you put the horseradish and Tabasco on your oysters. God, I would love to drink this with oysters. With oysters? Yeah. I could definitely see why they say that. Yeah. Okay. I get it. Finish is light. Finishes finish quick. is light. It's quick, very quick. Which means I don't think they did. I th I think they must have chill filtered it because it doesn't have a lot of oiliness to it. It doesn't have a lot of big bold uh, body to the to the whiskey. I mean, even on the the legs, they disappear pretty quickly. Yeah, they definitely chill filter. Definitely chill filter. Don't think they color add. They might color add. I, I bet you they do. Seems very. I don't. You think so? Seems light for color add, but I think I think they color add this because when you look at the twenty five and it's just it's brighter than the ten, they probably color add the twenty the ten to make it more appealing on the shelf. I don't know. I'll have to check Ralphie.com and see what he says about it. I haven't I haven't looked at his review of Talisker Ten. But he will tell you whether or not this is color added and chill filtered because he hates both of those. <laughs> I, and I don't disagree with him. I don't like when. I mean, how do you know without an, an actual, I mean, report? Uh, if it's yeah, he would. He would. He's got the. He's got the insights to talk to people and find okay, out whether or not okay. it's color added, chill filtered. Um, very very light on the finish, almost too light, but. This, to me, is a perfect introduction to Isla for those that aren't ready to go full Isla. Mm -hmm. It's crazy because it, it kind of definitely has that brininess to it. But then, you know, I get some like, like crystallized sugar. You get like almost like a sugary sugariness to the the finish i don't know i think the finish got is i think it's a little longer than you give it than you give it credit uh for i think the finish is mid-long the peated smoke um, lingers and see i'm getting i'm getting a sweeter linger like the, the the peated smoke to me is in the the mid middle of the palate i mean it, I'll tell you what, you're right on the juicy barley. It definitely has that juicy barley right after, like, right after the palate towards the finish. You get that really, like, good mouthfeel. It's a, it, honestly, pretty complex whiskey for a 10-year-old. It is. This is one I always like to drink just on a winter's night. I think this is a great winter whiskey. It's pretty intriguing. Pretty interesting. All right, let me take a swig of water, and I want to... 
Yeah. Digging let's, it. The, yeah, let's dig in the, twink, the 25. 25. They say if you if you put water in this, it opens up to a more mellow sweetness, but I don't think I want to put water in that one. I'll definitely call that a mid-finish. It, do, it does linger. Now that I'm like kind of setting back and letting this thing warm up, it's definitely not long, but mid lingering, warming, peppery, and definitely brings out the sweetness of the uh, uh, the grapes that I said earlier and like those orchard fruits. Pretty good. Yeah. All right, 25. So anything else on the nose besides ship varnish? Oh, man. So, man. So, man. You been to Disneyland Paris? Uh, I've been there, yeah. Did you go to any of the resorts? Uh, no, we we weren't staying on site, so we just kind of did the day thing. We didn't stay at any of the resorts. Do they have this? New, well, Newport Bay. Okay. Co- Commander's Porter Lounge, which is like a was, like a beach club, yacht club kind of place. But not nautical themed lounge. This is like, this is just takes me there because I feel like it was almost like. Now that I'm smelling this, is like a scented candle that was this kind of aroma. I can see, see salt that. in the air. That that <clears throat> it almost is like a a big lacquered ship wheel, oak furniture. That whole vibe. I can get that because this is definitely reduced. It's definitely a much more mellow nose. And the meanest, the meanest bartenders. Well, I've ever. They're French. What do you expect? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, we're in this place. Quick, quick story. Not related to this at all. But we're in this place, and there's like, we've never been. We, we, we. Every night we closed the place down because it was kind of on the way back to our hotel room, and there really wasn't a bunch to drink places to drink uh, between the parks and our hotel room. So. We closed the place down pretty much every night. So on like the final night, our third, like my third night there, there's never been more than 10 people in the bar uh, while we're drinking. And they have menus everywhere. And there's these gorgeous menus in French. And it's all the cocktails and everything. And um, they're everywhere. They're just poured. But my wife is petrified of me taking a menu Getting caught and getting arrested in France for stealing a menu and not be able not being able to get home, so she's petrified of me just five fingering one of these menus and walking back to the room with it. So I'm like, if I ask a bartender, are you okay with me? She said, yeah. If you ask a bartender, they give you the okay. So as a salesman, I walk up to the bartender and it's dead. There's not that many people around. I'm not like bothering her. Right. She's not doing any anything, and I'm like, I explain, hey. From America, probably first and only trip o- trip over. I work in the spirits industry. I love all the cocktails on your on your menu, and I collect menus. I have menus from all over Disney World. All, and I was like, "Is there any way I can buy a menu?" You know, and she's like, "Oh, well, they're not for sale." And I just expected her to say like they would in Disney, "Just go ahead and take it." And I'm like, "Well, can I have one?" And she's like, "Oh no, no, sir." And I'm like. But I would really love to have this in my like menu collection, and she just like stone cold, like just looks me in the face and doesn't say like another word. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, yeah. They don't. They first of all, they 
they don't have the same fanaticism at Disney Paris that they do in Disney World. So it's not like, oh yeah, yeah, we'll replace the menus. No big deal. Like, no, this is weird. You're you're creeping me out. Yeah, yeah. And she looked like when I asked the second time, she just like looked at me. I was like, okay, moving on. Yeah. And then I felt bad. Then I felt bad because I was like, I really wanted to just take like a, a stack of them. My wife was so mad. I was like, God, I've been all this way and I didn't take. This is a fantastic menu. But, all nautical themed cocktails, like in French and shit. It was it was cool. But but the real question: Did the menu make it back home to the states? It did not. It did not. Damn it! And I'm I'm still I'm still pissed at pissed at that. It's one I'll probably never let never let Sydney live down. Oh, and you'll never go back there again. And I probably won't go back there yeah. again and get another one. No. Honestly, no. Disney Paris was a one and done for me. It, yeah, it is I mean, what it is. It, it's fun. It's fun for the time, but I'm not making it. I'm not. I'm gonna have back to be. Then. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to be some kind of way traveling through Paris and stuck for several days yeah. to go there. There's so much more to do in France again. than Disney Paris. After I've seen it once, yeah, I would love to do. I'd rather go see the burnt that burnt down. Notre Dame, then go to Disney Paris. <laughs> All right. But anyway, on this, back to this. On one. this one, the nose we talked about. You're right, ship varnish, very clean, subtle smoke, subtle. I mean, super very, clean. Yeah, very subtle uh, maritime notes. Man, this is no ethanol burn whatsoever. Same percentage. No. All right, taste. All right, very little. So be so be. Sp- Sparing on your taste. Dude. Yeah, we, we we have just an ounce of this between the two of us. Okay, now I know why it's a twenty-five year. Yeah, dude, yeah. that feels like liquid, like melted chocolate. But it's got some floral stuff, some salted caramel, wow. some... That feels heavy in your mouth. This one has got so much going on in the palate. It is a tiny bit spicy. You still get that salt, air, peppery spice note up front. And then leads to a really... There is chocolate in this. And I, I don't understand why they didn't put this in the notes but there's like a dark chocolate um bitterness to it like it's so yeah this is like good bitter chocolate with a nice peppery kick to it and then just a good like minerally like it's got like minerals like limestone water was used to proof this down and I don't know if they have limestone in Scotland, maybe chalk water because the cliffs are chalky. <laughs> but man, this is really good. Yeah, I mean, salted caramel, the salt. I don't know. That's pretty. This one seems too complex to to dig into because I'm like, man, I, I'm tasting. There's so much going on in this one. And every every sip, I'm getting closer and closer to running out of sips. Yeah, this one we don't have a lot of because. It's definitely on the rare side. This one will run you about $250 to $400 a bottle, depending on where you are. 
Um, hmm. But for a 25-year-old, I mean, if you're going to spend money on a 25-year-old whiskey, Macallan 25 is going to run you what? Two grand? I was going to say 2500 bucks, yeah. easy. The, it, I mean, maybe you're going to get a... So you're gonna you can get a Balvini twenty one for less than two hundred bucks. Right. You can't get a Balvini thirty for that. You so Balvini twenty is gonna be two hundred bucks or under. And Glen. But then Balvini, but Balvini twenty five. Yeah, well, a little book. Yeah, they have a they have a twenty five. Yeah. Uh, so twenty five. Twenty five. I think is like five or six hundred bucks. Yeah, it's it's six fifty MSRP. Yeah. This, I mean, for a twenty-five-year-old whiskey, at two fifty, three hundred bucks. I mean, this is this is one that if I'm gonna splurge my Christmas bonus on and say I'm gonna buy one bottle for my Christmas bonus, this is definitely one I would I would go find. Yeah. I, I don't know how often you'll find it. Talisker eighteen is more prevalent, but man, this twenty-five is ridiculously good. I like that it's got. The fruitiness with this peppery, salt, smoky going on. This they say to add water to give it a little more sweeter, fruitier start. Coming in behind, you know, like in front of the pepper, but I don't know if I want to do that because I really do like this. All right. Um, Finish on this one. Pretty good. Medium length. It's not like it's not overpowering, but it's it's got a nice subtle peat, subtle salt and pepper, and then subtle fruitiness. Yeah pretty good pretty damn good so this was a big favorite of M's she had this on her desk I can see why man it's pretty it's pretty good for the the 25 that's uh interesting now you're a fan of the you're a fan of the modern films the the Brosnan Craig films obviously Dame Judi Dench is your M. It's my M too. I mean, that's what yeah. I grew up with. My dad is Bernard Lee. I'm Judi Dench. I really like her as M. She was a good M. She was, uh, she was harsh on Bond when he need when she needed to be, but she was also caring. And honestly, I don't think I've ever seen Daniel Craig cry during a movie at all. But he cries at that last scene in Skyfall when she dies. Yeah, I um, I think Judy Dench for me is remembered. I mean, besides Spaceship Earth, this is Judy Dench. This is Judy Dench to yeah. me. Yeah, and it, I mean th- that's the voice. When, when I close my eyes and, and and hear it, that's what I'm hearing. And honestly, if I thought about it, I could probably remember some of her more famous lines as M, but um. When I close my eyes, if I hear that voice, that's where it, it takes me to to her as this care as this character. Yeah, and you know her her as this character and her as Spaceship Earth. I, I 
Look, I love Jeremy Irons. He was great. He's a great actor, but I do love Spaceship Earth, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be really sad when she's gone from that, too. You know you're going to miss your last ride on it. By, like, pretty days. Sure it's, yeah, pretty sure it's, like, March 26th. Yep, I know. Luckily, we wrote it, like, three times the last trip, so... I've got. I'm gonna get one. I'm gonna get one more. I got a fast pass for this time, so I don't have to fucking wait. But I'm, I'm gonna get one more, one more go around. And I'm, I may honestly, I may film the whole thing just to get the one last go around. We have a fast pass for it, so I don't know if they're gonna extend it, but we still have a fast pass for it during our trip. That's interesting. Hopefully, they it stays around. But if it if it goes away, hopefully it crashes and you get a multi experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> you get the the fast pass jackpot. Yeah, I I really love her as uh, as the narrator for Spaceship Earth. Even though her her lines were a little campy, I just love yeah. her voice. I really do. I love the current Spaceship Earth. I, I love the I current Spaceship Earth as it as it is. Let me ask you this: the so left field, you it it closes. You get a multi experience fast pass. Can you do your two Epcot fast passes, jet to another park, and use the multi experience, or does it have to be used in Epcot? I don't remember. This I rule, think it has so to be. I'm used asking in, you. It has to be used in Epcot. I think it's Epcot only, but you can't use it for Frozen. Mm. Which, if if you've got a multi experience pass for Epcot, where are you going? A test track. Yeah, a test track. Because you can walk. I mean, on, you can walk on Soren at this point. Pretty much, but I mean, you probably you're probably holding a sword in fast pass. Yeah, and and honestly, if test track fast pass where that line is still sixty to ninety but, minutes. Yeah, well, unless you do the secret and you blow by the, unless well, if you were Ethan and he wants to build a car, then you stop and build a car. But if not, when you get to the when you get to the car build room, you just blow past yeah. you blow blow past sixty people right there. Yeah, or or what you do is if you're really into it. Go to the you, exit, build your car, pre on your like, fast pre-do pass, it, and yeah. then single rider that, and you can still have your, all the same experience without the weight of building. See, but a car. single ride, but single rider. If you get on a row with somebody, whose car overrides You'll, that row? You still get to scan your magic band, and your car still registers. Okay. Okay, so, but yeah. I'm talking about two though. If you go, if you, if oh you, yeah, even if you build, if you build it before, you wait through the queue, or you fast pass it. When you get to the room where you're at the computer banks, just and walk right by it. Sixty people in the room, you just walk yeah. past it, and you go in, and you skip that whole group of. Actually, you skip probably two groups of people because there's probably somebody else in the room next to you, right ahead, right ahead in timing of you, and you can blow past a hundred people in line. That's probably the biggest tip that you can give is to. Realistically, if you've got a fast pass, go to the exit queue. Maybe like twenty minutes before your fast pass starts, go to the exit queue in that like little showroom with all the cars. There's uh, there's these kiosks, the same ones you would build your car in the in the queue. Build your car there. It'll scan to your magic band. Go into the queue and just blow by everyone, and you will literally walk onto the ride. Best yep. best tip ever. Yeah, for for that ride for sure. Yeah. Anyway. All right. Judy Dench. For some reason, we went from M to <laughs> test, test tracking Disney. Yeah. Uh, two whiskeys. All right. Talisker ten. What do you give this one? So I was just thinking about the the ratings for this one. Um, I mean, it's solid. It's at the end of the day, it's scotch. It's 
it's good. I mean, I like everything about it. I like it's, I like it's not a peated Isla, but like you said, it's kind of a gateway. Um, pretty good solid. I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it's an 83. Okay, fair. Uh, I give it an 87. I do like this one. I really like the smokiness of it. But again, I love Isla Scotch. It's kind of something I definitely like to drink in the winter. I don't know if this is a summer drink. Like, I think this one gets put away from, like, uh, April to September. And as fall comes out, like, this is a great fireside, campfire drink to sit outside with. Love it. So, I'm going to go 87. All right. What about the 20, what do you th- 25? What do you think about 25? Ooh, 25. This is going to get up there. I really enjoy this one because it's everything that's good about the 10. Just blended nicely out, mellowed out so much more. It's got a nice fruity note, smoke, peat, salt. It smells like you're right ship varnish and like a like you're standing on the bow of a ship and just exploring the world i'm gonna go with a 92 on this one Ooh, pretty high so 92 that's that's a five point premium on the talisker 25 yeah i'm gonna give it a six point premium i'm gonna give it an 89 uh, for me over what I think of the of the 10. So, lower score than you overall, but I do think it sets itself apart from the 10-year. Oh, definitely does. Um, definitely does. For for sure, for sure, for sure. Um, and give it an 89, which, I mean, for me, pretty solid. This is, like I said, these are, these are bottles, when you get to this stuff, I agree where it's like, hey, I got 250 bucks on a drop on a bottle. I mean... You're not gonna find a, a bourbon on the market for 250 bucks, and if you do, it ain't gonna be fucking worth it. Yeah. Um, unless it's secondary. Uh, so yeah, I mean, you can look at these high age scotches in this price range, um, and find a bunch of really, really cool stuff. Yeah. So I mean, this one's pretty limited. It's only like 20,000 bottles worldwide, so it's a pretty limited release when they do it. It's, again. You know, 230 pounds, that's 300 bucks a bottle is what you'll find it for. Three, 350, 400. Honestly, it's a lot of money to spend on a bottle of whiskey, but if you like scotch, if you like Isla, I can't say I wouldn't pass that up if I see that on the, on the shelf. Because it's a once a year or once every other year kind of purchase that I would make and you would sip and savor it over time and share it off to friends with that that know good scotch and enjoy it so I think I would definitely buy the 25 again the 10 I always keep on the shelf it's 50 bucks gotta keep that regularly stocked so good whiskeys uh, I really really enjoy these yeah I mean both of these were Fantastic. Never had Talisker before. Um, but like I said, I love. I, like, I agree. It's a perfect intro to um, Isla. Kind of peated. It's it's a good, unique, but not overly Iodine-y, peaty. Yeah. 
you know, Petey. It kind of just gets you into that vibe without having that iodine it, and crazy peat going on. It doesn't taste like a wet charcoal grill or a Band-Aid. That's true. Yeah. So, all right. If you've had experience with Talisker, go over to our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash BSEA podcast, and share what you think of Talisker. Um, I, I'm a big fan. A real big fan. Brant obviously liked it a lot. I like it. Like I said, I mean, it's still scotch, so it doesn't get the highest marks for me, but still pretty high. I mean, that 25 is something else. It's, I mean, it's pretty it, magical. For the, and, for the price, and for the price point, Scott, I mean, that's, that's badass for the price yeah, point. Yeah, again, so. you're not going to find 25-year-old scotch for less than 500 bucks, and when you do, it's probably worth it. Yeah. So, all right, Brant, long last the whiskey, long live the adventure. So if you came here to learn... Drink what you learn. If you came here to share. Share what you drink. If you came here a stranger. May you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure. Drink, drink up. up. Cheers. Cheers. Too high